Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. Come and join the living. It's not so far from you. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. (laughs) My peace train got derailed last week. True story. At 399,830 miles, my truck, my uh, 1995 Dodge Dakota, which we call Old Red, has started to wobble. And boy, did it, I mean, it was wobbling badly. And immediately I started to worry. I was even fretting and thinking, I'm so close to 400,000 miles. How could this be? I've, I've babied this truck all these years and don't tell me now. Oh, man. There's one bad thing, Bob, about knowing too much about cars. <laughs> I'll bet it's the tie rod ends. No, it could be a ball joint. Oh, what is causing that wobble? And oh, man my peace train had been derailed and it got so bad within one day I couldn't even drive it and so I I was like 400,000 miles I've waited for years to get to this point and now am I going to get this close and not be able to make it so I went over to 109 you pull it of all places <laughs> I asked Terry if he could find me some good used tires because you know I'd had some other tires and I was hoping and praying that that was all it was that I needed new tires, or in this case, used tires. Previously enjoyed. Previously enjoyed tires, but not too much previously enjoyed. <laughs> and and those my last previous enjoyed tires had lasted really four or five years. 
But honestly, as I waited, I worried and I fretted. And last Saturday, this is a true story. While I was on the air doing the Christian Car Guy show, I got a text from Bob at 109 and said, we got new shoes for Old Red. And so Monday I got them mounted and balanced and got Old Red aligned. And guess what? Smooth, smooth. At the end of that, you can't go, but oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. <laughs> so the question this morning on the Christian Car Guy Show is, are you wobbling car-wise? Is your vehicle fitted and running with shoes that are fitted for the gospel peace? You know, like good news. We have a few tips to help you along that, but we have Bob from 109, you pull it. Bob, you had a week like that, too. You you were fretting over some other stuff. Oh, I had uh, many, many, many things that I let uh, steal my joy, steal my peace. and uh, But at the end of it all, it all worked out. God provided. He took such great care of us. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we had a little tire situation ourselves. So we're going to get into all that. But right now, we're going to do something I know you like. We have got a game for you of name that noise it's time to play define that defect resolve that roar trace that tick highlight that hubbub name that noise chronicle that clatter yes get ready to call in at 866-348-7884 name this noise eight Six six three four eight seven eight eight four, and if you can name this noise, call in. There you go, Bob. You're listening closely. What in the world is that noise? If you can name that noise, you call us at eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. And if you can name that noise, Kim, tell them what they're going to win. Robbie, they'll win a copy of the book from Captain James Kinney titled, Is God a Conservative and Does It Even Matter? All right. We got a book for you. If you can name that noise, you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Kim, play it for him one more time because it's a toughie. that noise 8663 and it is a car noise because in the past I've had other noises that weren't cars and you know based on the subject matter today I'm guessing that's a hint 866348 I'm, sure. I'm not sure I've got it figured out yet brother uh, well, I'm usually pretty good with the noises well we got it so somebody's going to win though 866 and coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. My favorite piece <laughs> of armor that'll come to you in a minute. My favorite piece of armor um, has often been your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. And. There's a lot of, in my opinion, misunderstanding on this particular piece of the armor of God talked about in Ephesians 6. And there's stuff in Isaiah about it. There's stuff in Romans about it. And 
there's a really neat story that I think illustrates it very, very well in Second Samuel, and we're going to get into all that and talk about how we put on that feet fitted with the gospel of peace coming up at the end of the show and our appraisal by the real black book and of course you can find out about all these things including our tips for your tires and you know past episodes of christian car guy it's all there at christiancarguy.com the website again christiancarguy.com hundreds of articles podcast or previous show christian car guy theater last week's jesus jeeps and jubilation but of course one of the things that we really are so excited that god gives us the opportunity to help folks through the christian car guy show is through the jesus labor of love that's car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis that's the jesus labor of love and like every week you know we got applications that come in we got a lady that needs a battery this week that we just found out about so you can find out about that as well as all that other stuff at christiancarguy.com that's the jesus labor of love Car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, of course, right now we can see that we got people calling in to name that noise, Bob. They think, even though Bob was struggling with it. Struggling. Struggling. And Not sure at all. You know, I kind of have fun because I'm the one that find the noises and record them, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, well, also I would point out that Old Red did cross the 400,000-mile mark. And believe it or not, I was going to try to video the event of the odometer actually rolling. I do have a picture at Christian Car Guy. That doesn't sound safe. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have anybody else in the car with me when it happened. Put your GoPro on your head, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it did cross over 400,000 miles with these new tires. And oh, man. And I was just sitting there as I was driving along smoothly. How did I get so upset over a set of tires? I mean, it's just my piece that had been forfeited. Well, we got Brian is in Washington this morning, and I'm not going to attempt to say the, the name of that city. Brian, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Is it Tri Tula Taya? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Actually, it's Puyallup. It's a P. There's supposed to be a P on there. Puyallup. Puyallup. Yeah. That's, that is awesome, man. I have never talked to anybody in my life from Puyallup, but now I have, Bob, and you're, you're hearing them too. There you go. Where do, is that an Indian name? Brian? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's a lot of Indian names up here in the state. I'm pretty Washington sure that state. that's the noise that that car was making was the Piala. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Brian, what did you want to try to name that? Well, let's get um, uh, Kim. Can you play that noise one more time so Brian can tell us what that is? Kim's going to play it. Brian's here. Oh, there it goes. So... Brian, go ahead. Name that noise. Uh, no, I, I thought I heard windshield wipers, but I could be way off. Well, nobody has ever in the history of the Christian Car Guys show ever lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> for what I know, the windshield wipers could very easily have been moving at the same time that, that we were recording this particular noise that we, that we were recording. Like. So you're an absolute winner. We're going to send the book out to you because... <laughs> I, Bob, I think wipers could have been going on in the background there. Well, I sit here and did my arm. I th I thought it had a wiper sound. All to right, it could be. So well, Brian, thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got thank Dan you. is in Henrico, Virginia. He's calling in, but you can still call in. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. See if you can name that noise. Coming up, and we got so much car tips. Oh, man, it's going to be a good show. 
tires causing you to derail off the peace train <laughs> do you need your car fitted with shoes that's what you call the cars tires in this car business shoes with the gospel of peace i don't know we're going to be talking about tire tips like that and some things that we learned along the way but right now we're playing name that noise and we got dan is in henrico virginia but you may want to call in at 866-348-7884 and take your shot at this particular noise. But, Kim, why don't we tune it up one more time so that Dan can hear it before he names that noise. No, it's not a cotton mill. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, can you name that noise? Uh, Good morning. Well, I was honestly going to say windshield wipers. Someone already said that. Uh, let me take a guess. AC compressor. You know, that is a great guess. Don't you think that's a great guess, Bob? A great guess. And I think that it could easily have a bad compressor on it too. I for all, a, I if have the windshield wipers could be running. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the and their conditioning compressor one. could be going. It is a hard one. I uh, I found it, and if you've ever heard it. And you've had it. I, I, you might could recognize it, but so far we haven't had anybody that's naming the noise that I had in mind. So we're going to have more winners. 866-348-7884. Dan, I'm so thankful that you're listening for calling in and okay, for winning. Well, thank you guys for doing what you do. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, brother. We still got I have more a secondary guess, but I'm going to keep it to myself. You have a secondary guess. 866 866- <laughs> I thought Three, it was four, wipers, eight, brother. I it was seven, eight, eight, four, eight, six, six, three, four, truth. And yes, it is a car noise. I promise. It's a car that's making that noise. It was recorded. And the squealy pitch has got me. It's kind of like the windshield wiper blade has. Yeah, we'll see. There could have been. It could be there. Conditioning compressors the going with. actually <laughs> touching the windshield. It's making it. That's a squealer. It's kind of got me. So. Bob, you had a situation that I think we need to alert our listeners to that happened with you and tires. We, we talked about Old Red, that it turned out in my case that a belt had broken in the tires and was causing, like, you could not wholly, hardly hold on to the steering wheel. It was wobbling so bad. That, I've experienced that one, too. And a tire had separated. The belt sometimes separate inside a tire, especially older tires, worn-out tires. And in spite of the fact that Old Red's, front end at 400,000 miles I'm, I'm I've got to give it credit that's amazing it's still that is amazing. I have never replaced a tire out of ball joint a steering anything in the front end of old red and at 400,000 miles when it started doing that I thought for sure here it goes but you had a situation She's coming unglued <laughs> tire wise that you need to tell our listeners because everybody needs to be aware of this one well we haul metal you know we crush cars and we haul scrap metal and and sometimes we take it to one place, and sometimes we'll take it to another place. Or we were um, taking it further away this week and two hours away. And there was uh, some water at the place, and uh, as my driver drove through the water. It was a big puddle. A big puddle. He went And he was like, I got no, it's just a puddle. I'll drive through it. Yeah. and uh, But anytime you're driving through water, whether it's. 
at a metal recycling facility or not, you know, there's always a chance that there's something in that water detrimental to your tires. And there was, and we punctured, blew up three road tractor tires. And, uh, you know, if it happens around home, we have tires there at our place, but with it being that far away, it was just more feasible to, uh, call the guy <laughs> and the guy, you know, since we were from out of town, uh, you know, there's people that have lost their lives going through water. Yes, sir. That you don't know how deep it is. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's underneath it. But also, you don't want to all of a sudden, oh, there's a puddle. I got to swerve in emergency and go in the other lane or something. So it all, it, it, it it's a cautious situation when you see it. But uh, your your driver when, learned when it's them. possible. Always inspect. You know, <laughs> and and he has a clear understanding of the uh, procedure with water now. So I'm sure next time he'll get out and look. He was he was very remorseful of it about the situation and uh all right well we have vicky in walkertown north carolina hi vicky that she is wanting to name that noise we'll play it one more time for vicky so she can hone in on it kim go ahead and play it so vicky are you ready to yes. name that are you ready to name that noise <laughs> i'm gonna take a crack at it um to me, it kind of, since you're talking about tires, I thought maybe it might be a flat tire because flat tires do sound similar to that. Now, you have sort of hit the nail in the tire. <laughs> 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 uh, you, you, now, you have it, but you have it in a little bit different situation than you may have originally thought. Oh, because okay. when tires get out of balance they actually get flat spots on them not flat from the standpoint of deflated <laughs> but flat from a standpoint of they get flat spots and when they do they make the very noise that you're hearing which that you're listening to a tire that has a flat spot in it and so oh. it is it is wop wop whopping um not because it has no air but because there's a part of the tire that's that's whopping on the ground that you're actually hearing, and were you to hear that noise, you would know now in the future, wow, I got a flat spot on my tire I listened to the okay. Christian car guy. So you're exactly right, Vicki. You, right. you won a flat Fantastic. tire. There you go. God bless you. Thank you so much for calling All right. in. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, so, Bob, what were you thinking? <laughs> Well, it wasn't that, but uh, can we play it one more time so I can put it all together now? All right, we're going to play it one more time. Okay, I'm still confused, but my there life, might be. A, my, I'm, I'm thinking the air conditioning compressor is going bad. <laughs> the windshield wipers are running, and it's got a flat spot on the tire. I mean, it's got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> We might need to crush that one, bro. I don't know. There you go. It's a bobsled. That's what's going on. we still got so much more Christian Car Guy Show. Maybe you got a tire story you want to share. 866-348-7884. And how about those feet fitted with a gospel piece? So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming at you.
Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend. Through thorny ways. That's Carrie Job helping us to have some peace this morning on the peace train. <laughs> There's nothing like helping your still your soul be still right bomb but if your tires are out of balance if you got a wobble or flat or flat <laughs> no, you got a flat spot like the noise it's hard for you to you know when you're driving down the road to have peace but you can you can and we're going to give you a few tips along those lines but I, i've done a devotion at a retirement home for oh i guess 25 years now for a long time and there was a piano player there by the name of Miss Beck, and you might remember I've played some sound bites from her. She she died at 104. But her favorite song, that one of the ones that she would play, you know, almost any time you went, was um, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. So you can imagine how many times I've sang the song What a Friend We Have in Jesus with this group. And those words, they kind of just bury into your soul somewhere because what they say, oh, what peace we often forfeit. <laughs> What oh, what needless. needly pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So there you are. Your tires are wobbling. You got all this stuff going on that's stealing your peace. You know, that first line of defense is what Carrie Job was crying out there. Be still my soul and listen for the Prince of Peace, right, Bob? I mean, there you go. It's just so amazing that this is your topic today. and. And when you first told me about it this morning, I had I wasn't really sure where you were going with it, and because sometimes you steer off the path a little bit. <laughs> but it, you know, when I'm I got out of here, alignment. <laughs> well, when I when I got here and realized how in line with my week uh, your message for today is, it it just really was kind of overwhelming because you just hit me right square in the head, you know, uh, blacked both my eyes and stepped on my toes and and just really opened my eyes to the exact week I'd had. It was just, you know, I spent a lot of time stewing and fretting instead of trusting and, and obeying. And it just, yeah, it, so you know, it's it fascinating to me. It, it really is. I, it never ceases to amaze me the lesson plan that God has me on every week. And he clearly had me on this feet fitted with the gospel piece. And how apropos was it that old red would, you know, go into wobble mode, which is anything but peaceful. And we're going to be talking about feet fitted with the gospel piece. We're going to get to that in our appraisal by the real black book. But before we do that, we do have to pass along some other tips about tires that you may be feeling this vibration. You may be feeling this wobble and, you know, one of the things that's very, very, very common is for people when they touch the brakes, like you're coming off the interstate, and as soon as you touch the brakes, now I feel a wobble. All of a sudden, my steering wheel starts shaking in my hand when I touch the brakes. Well, that's not the tires, probably. Rotors, most likely. Yeah. Your brake rotors, see, those things, they get really hot, 
and then you go through a water puddle or whatever the situation is, those they warp. And so if when you touch your brakes, you're feeling your steering wheel start jumping around in your hands, then, you know, you've got warped rotors. And, and it's a real common um, type of thing, but it is not hard to fix. And nowadays, good news is rotors are nowhere near as expensive as they used to be, Bob. There was a guy that was telling me that he always torques uh, his his wheels on with a torque wrench to make sure he doesn't put too much pressure on his on his rotors. And it kind of, after I thought about it for a little bit, and he said he his rotors lasted a whole lot longer when he did it that way. Yeah, now, as a I'm matter of fact, a lot of people that have air wrenches set their torque the people that do a lot of tire work for that very reason, which, which brings up another good point, Bob, is that if you just went and had your tires rotated and all of a sudden you've hit the brakes and you start to feel that that's exactly what they did. They, they torqued your wheels on wrong. And, you know, if, and so be aware that as soon as you pick your car up from someplace, if all of a sudden you notice something like that and you know, they changed your tires or their, you know, your wheels or whatever, or rotated them around, then they did it. I mean, it's just, it, it's one of those things. And they know, they know, because any, any wheel guy, any tire guy, he's, he's been down that road. He's torqued him wrong before. And, oh, by the way, when you're putting on your own tires, there's a very specific way. <laughs> and when you have a flat or whatever, you know, you just don't stand on that lug wrench and, and on one side. Twist it till it breaks and back <laughs> off a quarter. <laughs> sorry well it's just you know in the old days where our we you know we had brake drums and and, you know it wasn't an issue but nowadays where we have brake rotors and 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 those things are attached it 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 makes a difference and so you know these are these are issues when it comes to wobble or vibration now if what you're feeling is just all the time a vibration in the steering wheel and, and it increases with speed you know, what we used to do in the good old days, Bob, was we, you know, we spin balance tires, um, which they don't do that hardly anymore. The bubble balance is the oldest thing I remember. But we used they- to have these spin balancers where you would manipulate this thing that was spinning with weights with your fingers. I used to be a tire guy. It was really fun to do. And it took a, a certain touch to be able to do it, but you would take your hand and you would put it on the fender and you'd just hold your finger out and you'd just watch the end of your finger. And if there was any vibration there, you knew that, okay, we're going to back off this weight, put this weight on. And because whether you know it or not, each tire has to have its own balance. And, and so when you're feeling that vibration in your steering wheel or you're feeling that vibration in your dash, you, you have a tire out of balance and you think, well, it's no big deal. Well, it, it, it's a big deal because it will ruin your tires. It will cause them to cup and, and they'll start to wear unevenly, and the longer you go on an out-of-balance tire, the more that it cups. You do remember the old bubble balance. I the, do. That, yeah, I put many a tire. That's, that's been a long time ago. <laughs> Hadn't seen that in years. And so they actually take lead weights most of the time. Depending on your wheels, They if they're aluminum wheels, they have a different way they have to put on weights. But they put weights on the wheels in order to balance the tires, which is why... I'm going to point out another tip to you that may be helpful. If you're going to pressure wash your wheels <laughs> and you have aluminum wheels, you got to be careful where you put that nozzle because you can blow the weight right off your wheel. So, 
you know, if you just pressure washed your car and all of a sudden you picked up a horrible vibration, well, there's a good possibility you just blew your weight off your wheel or, you know, something else caused the wheel. You know, you ran over a curb or you, you slid your tire next to a curb and all of a sudden now your tires are out of balance. Go back and look. The weight's probably back there somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, this, these are the things that happen. So, you know, just be aware because uh, I know everybody's not a tire guy, but it's nice to know these things, Bob, that that's, well, I got weights on my wheels. And if I'm not doing what I need and to do. And sometimes they can just randomly, randomly loosen their sails and uh, flip off. Yeah. And all of a sudden, man, I've got this horrible vibration. And if you keep driving it, this is why we play Barney Fife as often as we do. <laughs> You've got to nip it in the bud. Because once those tires cup, there's no bringing them back. Um, you've got to, if you've got that out of balance situation where you're picking up that vibration, the piece will go away more and more, Bob, and you're going to forfeit. <laughs> so, so you got to nip it in the bud. And bear needless pain. There you go. <laughs> now, another huge tire tip that nobody should not mention is to check your inflation, especially this time of year. When the temperature is so extreme, if it isn't extreme in Washington up there, I assure you it is in North Carolina. You know, we're five degrees one day and 70 the next. <laughs> and people are wondering why they have a head cold. <laughs> What's up? And so as you can imagine, your tires are trying to adjust to this. You know, they're going up and down and all over the place. And those of you who have tire sensors, I bet you've seen that you know, light come on when it gets to 28 degrees or 4 degrees at night. And you go, what happened to my tires? Well, you know, that air shrinks as it gets colder. And so, you know, it's, it's a really good idea. What I found, Bob, I have a magnetic tire gauge that I actually have in my gas tank door to remind me. Every time I open my gas tank door, there sits that tire gauge to remind me, Robbie, when's the last time you checked the air? Because, you know. Wow, that is so awesome to check it when you fill up. That, wow. Right. Yeah. And it just I takes like a that. couple seconds on each tire and you're like here we go and it gets better gas mileage it makes your tires last longer so inflation's a big deal huge huge deal we need to speak more and a lot of people they can get hurt bad because they don't have it so we got more on tires but we're going to talk about your feet fitted with the gospel of peace when we come back stay tuned so much more christian car guy show coming at you Carrie Job helping us stay on the peace train this week as we're talking about feet fitted with the gospel of peace. In this case, you know, your car has these tires on it, <clears throat> and if they're not doing what they ought to be doing, it'll take away your peace, won't it, Bob? It really will. <laughs> it really will. But, you know, so many times we get caught up about this and that, and right. needlessly, needlessly. Your words today have just have rang the bell, and I'm just 
I can't quite get over it, you know, just how well you fit my week. Well, we're going to we're going to get into that in the appraisal by the real black book in a minute, but we do got to talk we went we we wanted to highlight inflation and talk about that wow, that can really really be a dangerous situation if <clears throat> there's a lot of accidents that would be credited to the fact that tires were underinflated and because of that the car was not able to steer properly or it was not able to stop properly. It's just an issue. And it's a major issue on how long your tires will last, too, because, I mean, an improperly inflated tire will eat itself up. Or if it's overinflated, it'll eat itself up in a different way. But it's just right. it, it changes how crucial. much surface of the tire. And, you know, if, if you were to see a picture of a tire, here it is underinflated, here it is under, overinflated, how much of that, you know, very little patch where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, as Farstone used to say, <laughs> There's only a little bitty square that where the rubber is actually meeting the road, and if you don't have the proper inflation, you're not getting all that. And the other issue that's critical to tires is alignment. <clears throat> and these days, you got four-wheel alignment, not just a front-end alignment. And it's a, you see it so much at the yard when we, so many times we'll get a set of four tires and three aubers just really awesome, and we're like, yes, good set of, a whole set of good tires. And then you'll find that one that's, the sides eat off, you know, <laughs> half of it's eaten off and because it was out of alignment. And uh, it, it just wreaks havoc on a tire. And, and it makes the car not steer properly. It makes it pull to one side. <clears throat> There's lots of things that go on as a result of improper alignment. And the neat thing is these days, in a lot of these tire places will give you a two-year, three-year alignment, you know, you, you pay for the first one and they'll keep it that way and you can bring it two or three more times that year, whatever, to make sure you stay in alignment, especially if there's a lot of potholes in your area, those kind of things that, that adjust your alignment. So those are some tips along the, the tire line, but getting to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And with all my tire trouble this morning, this week, <laughs> it was kind of funny that when I went to the Lord for my quiet time Monday morning, Bob, and here I am with my tires, I got all sorts of things going on in my life, and I asked Jesus, where do we need to go this week? And he says, I want you to go back, and I'd actually been reading The Christian in Full Armor for a couple of years, because it's a 1,400-page book, and it's tough reading because it was written in the 15th century. So, <clears throat> and actually, to be completely transparent, I'd gotten mad at the author, William Gurnall, because he's he has a tendency to take off on the Catholics because in his era, of course, people were dying because they didn't take the Eucharist right and all that stuff. And so I understand he had a lot of stuff that I don't have to deal with, but it would aggravate me that he would just go off and off and off in all these pages that he would write about <clears throat> the Catholics that I didn't want to read all that. So I'd put it I'm down. assuming he was Protestant. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the Lord said, I want you to go back here. And interestingly, when I went back this week, it was at, your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. And this piece of armor, which there's a little bit of a pun there because it is a piece, <laughs> but this piece of armor, you see, back in those days, they had runners. You know, we use telephones, internet, and all these kind of things. <clears throat> But in those days, they had runners, and they, they received news, either good or bad, from runners. And so when you hear things like Isaiah 52, where he says, how beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of those who bring good news, 
who proclaim peace, this is a reality for them in that when they're getting a message from the battle or whatever they may be involved in, that these runners are running. And there's a wonderful story. It's in 2 Samuel 18, where, <clears throat> if you may remember, David's son Absalom had usurped the throne. And there was a huge battle, and so it was a really difficult situation that David's son was attacking his army. And Joab, his commander, found Absalom hanging in a tree by his long curly hair. And unfortunately, kind of shish kebab Absalom with his spear. Now, it left for a situation where, is this good news or bad news? Now, Ahithophel, who was the good news runner, he was like ready to take off, and he was like, man, like a dog that wanted to chase the stick. I got to go. I got good news. We, we won the battle. I, Absalom's been defeated. I got to go. I got to go. And Joab's like, heal, boy, heal. <laughs> you can't run. And, and so, you know, there was another guy named Zad, uh, uh, excuse me, Himahaz, who was a Cushite, and he was apparently the bad news runner. <laughs> and so Joab says, no, you're not taking this, Ethophil. You got to take it. Ahima has, and so he sends the bad news runner out ahead. But Ahithophel ain't taking no for an answer, and so he's still he's he's like, man, I gotta go, I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run. And after about 20 minutes, well, it doesn't say that in the Bible, but you can read the story in Second Samuel 18. Finally, Joab says, "All right, you run, you run." Well, Ahithophel outruns the bad news runner, and so when David's guy is up on the wall, and you can read the story. In Second Samuel 18, it's a, it's a fascinating story. When they see Ahimaaz coming up the, I mean, when they see Ahithophel running up the road, they yell out to David, here comes Ahimaaz, he's running, I can see him running. He must have good news. Now you might be saying, Robbie, why are you spending so much time on this? Because good news is the word for the gospel, okay? That's what Jesus said, right? <laughs> the gospel. Now, when you are running with the gospel, being a Christian, when people see your face, when they experience your peace, does it seem like you got good news or bad news? Are you a good news runner or are you a bad news runner? So your feet fitted with the gospel of peace like old red, now that its feet are actually fitted with a good set of tires, they're balanced and they're inflated properly and all that, it's very peaceful. Going. And I got a big smile on my face and when people see me show up, they're like, oh, he might have some good news for me. You see the point? Absolutely. And unfortunately, when we let, we don't even realize this, because a lot of people out there know that you're a Christian, you've given your testimony or whatever, and people are just watching you. But then, Bob, the price of metal drops 40 cents. <laughs> or, or maybe your stock dropped out, or, or, or maybe your daughter went in the hospital. There, there, there are real things that happen that would take your peace. But as Carrie Job did so wonderfully in singing that song, Be Still My Soul. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we don't carry everything to, to God in prayer. Our Jesus, you know, what a friend we have in Jesus. He is there and, and he wants you to be showing <laughs> this, this peace. So, Maybe you have another view on your feet fitted with a gospel of peace. You might check it out. It's, it's, in, it's in Ephesians 6. Uh, a wonderful set of armor that everybody ought to be able to put on. But in the meantime, 
Uh, we are so grateful that you took time to listen to us today. We had so much fun, didn't we, Bob? And <laughs> you did great on Name That Noise. We had so many. And, you know, as always, we want to encourage you to check your tires. Check your, look at the tires, see if they're wearing unevenly or something. Get that stuff fixed. Nip it in the bud like Barney Five would mention. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Bob, you got a last word for him? It's just great to be here today. And thanks for uh, hitting the nail on the head. <laughs> Not the flat spot. <laughs> Thank you for listening.